What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today, we're going to go through a list. We are going to talk about the best third baseman in the history of every franchise. I'm going to go through all 30 teams, so I'll just jump right into it. We'll start with the American League East and the Blue Jays. The best third baseman in Blue Jays history is none other than Josh Donaldson. He only played there for... What was it, four years? But he's just the second player in franchise history to be named AL MVP. The other was George Bell in 1987. Donaldson had a three-year peak from 2015 to 2017, and that was some of the best baseball ever played in a Blue Jays uniform. I mean, this dude knew he was the best player on the field, and either with his bat or his glove, he found a way to ensure everyone knew it. I mean, he won MVP. Blue Jays' Donaldson was... was outstanding next the Orioles that is none other than Brooks Robinson that one's pretty obvious he played with them from 1955 to 1977 first battle hall of famer and he has a record for position players with 16 gold glove awards so this was a slam dunk hands down um he also has a pretty strong case for the best third baseman in history actually if you really look at it um his work with the glove is is pretty much the standard for third base. Tampa Bay Rays, that's going to be Mr. Evan Longoria. He is Mr. Ray, really. Um, 2008 to 2017, he is at the top of the franchise list in at-bats, doubles, homers, runs, ribbies, walks, total bases, and games played. He's the best player in Rays history. There's no debate about it. Um, I mean, he also hit that 162, that game 162 walk-off homer to send them to the postseason 2011. For the Red Sox, it's going to be Wade Boggs. He played there from 1982 to 1992. All five of Boggs' batting titles were with the Red Sox. I mean, I think this one was obvious, but another question could be, who was the Red Sox' best third baseman not named Wade Boggs? <laughs> I mean, this was it was going to be Boggs, hands down. Um, I mean, he was just a hitting machine. He's third behind Ted Williams and Carl Yastrzemski in position player war compiled in a Red Sox uniform. And he got on base all the time. So he'd be probably even be more valued in today's game because he could just get on base all the time. For the New York Yankees, that's going to be obviously A-Rod. Alex Rodriguez, he leads all Yankees third baseman in runs, hits, doubles, homers, ribbies, walks, slugging, and OPS. I mean, if you really look at it, some people believe that, or it might be true, Aaron Boone playing pickup basketball back when he was a player and getting injured is what led to A-Rod becoming a Yankee. I mean, A-Rod almost became a, a Boston Red Sox. This was That's probably an episode I'll do another day. But he ended up becoming a Yankee, and um, having him at third base with Jeter at shortstop. I mean, A-Rod is actually the better shortstop, but they kept Jeter there. And that caused A-Rod to move to third base. But after that, he, he still balled out, hit 351 homers, won two AL MVP awards, and helped the Yankees win the World Series in 09. And it was an up-and-down 12 years in the Bronx, but A-Rod is definitely the best Yankee, Yankee third baseman ever. The AL Central for the Indians is going to be Al Rosen. He is the last Indians player to win an AL MVP award. He played 
with them from 1947 to 56. Uh, you know, four-time All-Star. He had 20 homers in six different seasons and leads all Cleveland third basemen with 192 homers. For the Royals, here's another slam dunk. That's going to be George Brett. First Battle Hall of Famer. He played with the Royals from 1973 to 1993. There's um, There's really no debate here. He's the obvious choice. I mean, he's not only far and away the best third baseman to play with the Royals. He's also the among the best third basemen in all of baseball history. For the Detroit Tigers, it's going to be George Kell. He played with them from 1946 to 1952. And he won the AL batting title in 49 and was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 83. Even though he only played for Detroit for seven years, that's all it took for him to be Come the best Tigers third baseman, 325 with a 119 OPS plus across his Detroit tenure. For the Twins, it's going to be Gary Gady, played for them from 1981 through 1990. Four AL Gold Glove Awards, that's the most by a Twins infielder ever. So for 10 years, he gave them a power bat in the middle of their lineup and a great glove at the hot corner. Most importantly, he helped the Twins deliver the first World Series championship in club history. For the White Sox, it's going to be Robin Ventura, 1989 to 1998, five-time Gold Glove Award winner. Uh, you know, yeah, Robin Ventura. He was the number one pick in the 88 MLB draft, and then he enjoyed six seasons with at least 90 ribbies and another five with at least 20 bombs, all while pairing that bat with a great glove. Excellent all-around player. AL West, it's going to be Troy Gloss for the Angels. Uh, you know, key fact, he was the 0-2 World Series MVP. Gloss... Gloss had power, you know, 182 homers of the sixth most in Angels history. He set a club record for homers in a season with an AL leading 47 in 2000. The Astros is going to be a current player. It's going to be Alex Bregman, 2016 to present. His 22.4 baseball reference war is actually the most by a third baseman in Astros history. Ken Caminiti played over a, a longer period of time. But he didn't reach the heights in an Astros uniform that Bregman has already done. He's already had two top five AL MVP award finishes in just three and a half seasons. So that's that's pretty big. Congrats to Alex Bregman for already being on top of that list. For Oakland Athletics, it's going to be Sal Bando, 1966 to 1976. He had a 33.0 baseball reference war from 69 to 73. That led the major leagues. I mean... The Athletics actually have a pretty rich franchise history for third base, but Bando was the only one who was named a club captain. He was an aggressive, a hard-nosed kind of player. He gave the A's this identity after moving west from Kansas City. And for the Mariners, it's going to be another current player. It's going to be Kyle Seager. So he has a 30.7 Fangraphs war. That's higher than the next three Mariners third basemen combined. So, I mean, Edgar Martinez played the majority of his games at DH, so that made... Seager, the clear choice for the Mariners, the hot corner. There's really no one else that could that could come close to him. I mean, he's been Seattle's third baseman for eight and a half seasons. For the Rangers, it's going to be none other than Adrian Beltre, 2011 to 2018. It's crazy that he did this in the back, you know, the back end, back part of his career. Uh, three All-Star nods, three Gold Glove awards, two Silver Slugger awards, and four-time Rangers player of the year. Uh, Adrian Beltre, fan favorite and, uh, you know, franchise icon. He's, he's, he's definitely going to be a strong candidate for the Hall of Fame. National League East, it's going to be Hall of Famer. With the Braves, it's going to be Chipper Jones. Brave for his entire career, 
1993 through 2012. Um, I mean, this dude was first ballot Hall of Famer. He was, yeah, I mean, just a stud. 1999 MVP, 95 World Series champion. He takes the top spot there. For the Marlins, it's going to be Mike Lowell. 1999 to 2005. He had 32 bombs and won a silver slugger for the 2003 World Series team. And he was a leader on that team. For the Mets, it's going to be El Capitan, Mr. David Wright. 2004 through 2018, franchise leader in hits, runs, ribbies, and position player war. Uh, really no explanation needed for Mr. David Wright. For the Nationals, it's going to be Ryan Zimmerman, 2005 to present. He's a franchise leader in hits, ribbies, and home runs. I mean, he's, he's Mr. National. He is the Nationals. He was the team's first ever draft pick after relocating to D.C. He was there for their first season in 05, and he was there when they finally won their first World Series title Last year in 2019, Mr. Ryan Zimmerman, that, that belongs to you. For the Phillies, it's going to be Mike Schmidt, 1972 to 1989. He is the all-time leader in home runs by a third baseman for all of baseball. 548 career dingers, so that's that's going to put him right at the top of the list. National League Central with the Brewers is going to be Paul Molitor. He played with them from 1978 to 1992. Tenth most hits all-time, actually. 3,319. I mean, the first decade and a half of his Hall of Fame career came in Milwaukee, and he led the Brewers to the 82 NL pennant, and he set a World Series single-game record with five hits in Game 1. The Cardinals, that's going to be Ken Boyer, 1955 to 1965. He won the 64 NL MVP award, and he led the MLB that year with 119 ribbies. And he was a cornerstone of those 1960s Cardinals teams. He helped them win a World Series the same year he was MVP in 64. He takes this top spot over Scott Rowland, although it's close. Uh, with the Cubs, that's going to be Ron Santo. It's uh, a guy who played with them from 1960 to 73. His number 10 was retired by the Cubs in 03. It took him a long time to get into the Hall of Fame, actually. Uh, but the nine-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove Award, Winner and best third baseman in Cubs history. Finally made it. For the Pirates, is going to be Pie Trainer. He played way back when. I didn't even know about this until now. 1920 to 37. Second highest career batting average among all third basemen ever. Uh, he's at 320. So second only to Wade Boggs on the all-time list for third base, third baseman batting average. So that puts him on this list. And for the Reds, it's none other than Charlie Hustle, Pete Rose. 1963 to 78, and then also 84 to 86. He's MLB's all-time hit leader. No explanation needed here. In the NL West, for the D-backs, is going to be Matt Williams, 1998 to 19, sorry, to 2003. He had 142 ribbies in 1999. That's tied for the D-backs' single-season record. I mean, he has six seasons in Arizona. Uh, I mean that, but that 1999 season was monster. 303 average with 35 homers and 142 ribbies. And a World Series championship in 01. So he's going to be on this list. For the Dodgers, it's going to be Ron Say. He was part of the only three-way World Series MVP split in history in 1981. So he was a six-time All-Star in LA. And a member of the Dodgers' iconic 1970s infield with Steve Garvey, Davey Lopes, and Bill Russell. But he beats out Justin Turner and Adrian Beltre for this one. For the Giants, it's going to be Matt Williams, 1987 and 1996. He had 247 homers with the Giants. That's fourth in team history behind Barry Bonds, Willie McCovey, and 
Willie Mays, all those guys are obviously Hall of Famers. And, um, yeah, say no more. And with the Padres, that's going to be Ken Caminiti. He only played there for four seasons, 1995 to 98. But those are some of the best by a Padre, especially his 96 MVP season, where he hit 326 with 40 bombs and 130 ribbies. He got the Gold Glove Award at third base and led the Nash, the Pirates to their first National League West title in 12 years. Last but not least, we have a current player. That's going to be the Rockies, Nolan Arenado, 2013 until now. I mean, this guy's the only infielder to ever win seven consecutive gold gloves to start his career. I mean, he's one of the best two-way stars in today's game. Three-time National League home run king, maybe the best defender in all of baseball. And he he is on a Hall of Fame trajectory, so he could be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. But that is going to complete the list. That is the best. The last list of the best third basemen in all of baseball in in uh, each franchise's history, I should say. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.